We are the NOLA Babes. I'm Jan. I'm Dejan. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Wesley. And we're back, you guys, with episode two. Um, so let's get into trending topics. So as y'all know, sadly to report, the great, the GOAT, Mambo has passed away. Let's give him a moment of silence, y'all. And for the other people that was in the helicopter as well. Yeah, that was very, very sad. Very sad. It's yeah. still yeah. unreal. Like, I know, that's crazy. I know. A lot of a lot of boys and girls too that's basketball fans grew up on him and definitely looked up to, mm-hmm. to him. Even the people that's in the NBA now that used yeah. to play with him and you know, it's very, very sad. Such a tragic her wife death. lost her daughter and husband. So mm-hmm. And she just had a baby. Yeah, seven months, I heard. A horrible way to die, like, very tragic. I want to say, like, the craziest thing is we had, so today we had, um, our manager talked to us and was like, you know, guys, Kobe Bryant, he passed away. So let's just make sure we're here for the kids and, like, let them know, like, that's a part of life and that Kobe was very passionate about, like, everything he did. And then he kind of ended the message off, like, and let us be passionate about the work that we're doing, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, I know as soon as I got to work, you know, all the older people like, oh, you heard about Kobe. Yeah, we heard about Kobe, of course. But the kids, they did not, they, that's not their generation. Yeah. They did not, <laughs> I'm not going to say they didn't care, but they was on a whole different thing. They're like a LeBron, you know? Yeah. So I definitely was like, that speech was more for us than. I was about to say the workers than the kids. <laughs> yeah, because the kids wasn't, they wasn't tripping. They don't know nothing about that. Yeah, but yeah, I, I will say agree. I feel, feel old now. Nah. Say I feel old now. Nah. <laughs> for real. But yeah, that's like, the same way it was for us too at the school. They definitely just did like a little short moment of silence for them. But the kids were just like, oh yeah, that was sad. And that, they were about their business. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's so good that that's going on, going on all over the world. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's mm-hmm. taking that moment of silence to, you know, give their respect to COVID. That's great. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I was at, I found out the news when I was at school, and like everybody was on their phones for like a straight 15, Aww. 20 minutes. Like nobody was saying anything in the library. It was wow. crazy because mm. literally everybody was on their phones, and everybody, like I could tell that's what they were looking at. Yeah. That was, that was so shocking. Mm-hmm. That was so shocking. I just was watching the news too um, before we came recording, and on CNN, they were saying that him and his wife made a deal that. They're both not going to be on the helicopter at one time. They can't. No one oh, wow. will fly at the same time. So if, I guess what? it Crazy, was yes. to happen, one parent will still Maybe be alive. They use the helicopter like a limo. Yeah. They sit in the news. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's so sad. Oh, wow. Two for the family that uh, left two kids Yes. Mm-hmm. So sad. Just yeah. tragic. Anyway, that's, man. Because yeah. it was yeah. the wife? Because. It was the wife, the husband, and, and the a daughter. daughter. And somebody else um, died on there as well. That was the coach for somebody. I'm not sure, but he was like crying and everything. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, she was the basketball coach for the team for one of the teams. Oh, okay, well, yeah, she was on there with her daughter too. Yeah, he was like, because the question was, how did you explain it to your kids? Mm-hmm. And he was just, oh, he's like, 
he was just like, boy, I started crying because he was just like, you know, he just, it was the hardest thing he ever had to do, but he just had to do it. He was like, his kids were screaming, crying. Like, he was crying while he was talking about it. And I was like, that's so soon for them to yeah. even, yeah. like, interview him right now. Like, like who can even, happened. yeah, like, he didn't even digest that yet. And you asking these kind of questions, but that's the world of today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like uh, Vanessa don't owe us anything. Like, for, for, right. for, very, a long time. for years. A long time. Like, she needs to grieve. Well, all of them. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter just because she was a celebrity. But, man, that was a sad situation. Very yeah. sad. Much prayers to each family that's going through mm-hmm. that morning stage, for sure. So, what else y'all got trending going on Definitely. in the world? On a brighter note, okay. Over the weekend, (laughs) over the weekend, it was the Rock Nation brunch. Wow! So all of the celebrities came together, and Jay Z always hosts like this pre Grammy brunch, and it just was amazing. Like you got to see so many different people, athletes, agree, um, superstars, just everybody. And black excellence, yeah, black excellence, excellence. (laughs) The Black Kings, they're looking. (laughs) Spontaneous, <laughs> they had their queens by their side. I must say, if you can't count, I didn't see too many, but I did. Uh, I only seen like one or two. I, saw them, sis. I didn't see, I didn't, I'm being dead ass. I, I didn't, saw I, Meek Mill and you didn't see them? Yeah, that's it. That's what I just said. There wasn't else? many. Sweet. I'm just talking about in general, like I'm talking about <laughs> Sweetie, Quavo. I'm talking about like people that's already, you know, out there. I'm not talking about like new people, but people was together. Okay, that's yeah, that's. <laughs> so beautifully, like everybody's outfits was bomb. What was your part. favorite outfit? Oh gosh, um, I think Sweetie could dress for sure. Oh, for sure. Her talent sure. though, wait. Oh god, about that. <laughs> but she definitely could dress. Um, I like the men's outfits the oh, best. Girl. Um, I love their vibrant colors, like Meek Mill. Uh. Did they just all look? I love like, a man in the suit. Yes, so they, like I, I love it. Like they look scrunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Beyonce yeah. didn't do much. Like, yeah, I, I think everybody looked nice. I yeah, really have a you didn't have a favorite. I really mm-hmm. like Janae Eagles. Janae Eagles and uh, oh Jones. yeah, they look cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the way they they color coded color matched. It was really nice. What did he nice. have? Blue or pink? He had blue on. Oh, so they both had blue. Yeah, well, because I know she had on blue, and he the inside, I believe, of his vest was blue. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But they just look nice together, yeah. like all the time. So they're back. <laughs> so they look. Cool. <laughs> oh, they've been back. At the Grammys, I mean, that's another thing. I didn't watch it. Either. I mean, it's a controversial. Like some people don't watch it, some people do. I think it's all of you know you uh. Tyler, the creator, he had a good speech afterwards saying about, like, the whole word urban. That's another word to basically say the N-word. So, I think that mm. was very powerful that, you know, even if he won, he still, like, you know, he didn't like that. You know, he still had something to say, basically, about that whole situation. And I did like that part about it. But I didn't, I'm kind of watching it off and on. But I really, um, the shade room honestly kept kept me updated most the of the time. Speed for sure. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I was at work. But yeah. I respect that though because his music yeah. is not rap. It's not what they gave Like that award that he won, it's not his music. So what he won under what? Urban? Urban? Rap? I think it was rap. It was like the best hip hop album yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Oh yeah. And he doesn't even, like he doesn't even classify as that. 
Yeah, I don't I don't even know mm-hmm. what to put Tyler under rock. I heard about the um Lauren London. I thought that was a big deal. Yeah. Accepting. They said that was a tearjerker. What she did? She accepted Nipsey Hustle. He won a Grammy. Grammy. Oh, okay. Girl, I really did not watch the Grammys this year at all. I didn't watch it either. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole big thing though. It's always a whole big thing about the Grammys, like how they don't, you know, respect our music, like, you know, hip hop kind of thing, you know, that whole situation. So I get it. Alrighty, we're wrapping up the trending topic. We'll be back with the icebreaker. Stay tuned. Okay, guys, we're back with the icebreaker for today. And our icebreaker is, what makes you feel beautiful? Um, I feel like getting pampered makes me feel beautiful. Like that fresh walk out the hair salon, you know, mm-hmm. the hair salon. Mm-hmm. When I did get my hair flat iron. <laughs> burnt. <laughs> burnt. Crispy. <laughs> but, um... Definitely. My hair being done is makes me feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to say having my eyebrows done. Like, oh my god, oh Wesley. That. I just cool. feel like I'm flourishing. Like everything mm-hmm. else could just be toe up. As long as yeah, my eyebrows done. Just, you know what I'm saying? If your eyebrows done. I feel like you winning. A brand right. new woman. Yes, I, they were saying it's like equivalent to a man getting his haircut. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, like when a man get his haircut, it's like it's exactly how I feel when I get my eyebrows done. I love getting my eyebrows done. I was gonna say getting my hair done too. I love my hair done. Oh my god, <laughs> pet bitch walking. Yes. <laughs> No one understands, and then you switch it up so much, like they'll never expect. <laughs> they like, "Wow, I thought you no new style, honey. <laughs> new style, honey." Get my yeah, nails done. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just about to say, yeah, I definitely agree with the hair as well. Yeah, Yanni be what switching it up. Girl, I'll be trying. <laughs> I was saying we like to get our nails done. I think once I get my nails done, be staring at it. I'm always yeah. looking at it. You do everything with your hands too. Yes, Somehow, like everything just becomes so particular. Like I gotta do everything with my hands. I might put my <laughs> eyes different, eating different, holding stuff different. I'll be on a different level. <laughs> oh yeah, you click, click, click. Uh, <laughs> love the sound of that. I used to love when I used to be younger. I used to love uh, getting my nails done and typing on the computer, like. um i would also say like um i very i cherish my my parents compliments like i love when they tell me like any other person could tell me something and i'm like oh thank you thank you but like if my my people be like oh that look good i I like that i like that that really makes me like oh wow So beautiful girl that's how i feel about my mama because my mama will not give anybody a compliment (laughs) (laughs) So when she give you a compliment, she mean it. Yeah, oh my god! Really? Compliment anybody, but with my sister, because I take her more. It's like okay, yeah, I can wear this thing. But another thing that makes me feel beautiful is like 
after I get out of a fresh shower, shaving, mm-hmm. feeling like, you know, the baldness, my whole body is bald, basically. <laughs> and looking, like, you know, looking in the mirror, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, wow, I'm really a baddie. Like, I'm really a baddie. Even, like, putting on a bathing suit, I feel like I be feeling beautiful, too. Like, I'll be like, oh, wow, this is very nice. Yeah, that is something else. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I'm something else. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I heard that since the baldness. No, I agree, Yanni. I totally agree with the shower and coming out. But I was gonna like exclaim on the moisturizing. When I'm moisturized, oof, I just feel I agree. Like I feel different. Like I need to be on a beach, like sunbathing or something when I got all my little oils and butters on. What kind of oils and butters you use? Girl, I make my own little concoction. I got a little olive oil, coconut oil mix. I put that on first, you know, right after I get out the shower. You got to get out the shower hot. Put it on so it can seep through the pores and moisturize. And then I slather on like a nice Nivea body lotion. Fuck, is this? Soak it all in. I just be feeling so refreshed. I know. It's nothing like that. It's not like a hot shower neither. Oh nothing like a hot shower. I swear. She said slather, girl. I was done. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Wes, I just made me some rose water, girl. Oh, you know, I love my rose water. That's what I'm asking for, for, for some for Valentine's. Some roses. Give me some flowers. I want all the colors. A good, uh, a fire outfit? Like, you know, mm. like, damn, I'm bad. Like, unless that, that sucker don't bang. <laughs> like, how you imagine in your head, body? That always happens. The worst feeling <laughs> in America. Oh, my goodness. That is one of the worst top three worst feelings. Or like, when you order something, oh, and you be man. like, ooh, this thing about to be so fire. Man. Then it comes to the street <laughs> side, it's too big. It's just like, it's too big. <laughs> It's so thin, like it's pretty little things. Thank you. <laughs> Chin. Oh, <laughs> so weak. Now I haven't. I heard they had good quality. What? You serious? What? Oh my god. God, I did. But no, seriously, you you do better going to the thrift store. Wow. Oh my god. No, thrift store got good quality stuff though. Okay, they got the best highways. They got some thick highways. Depending it's on very vintage. Yeah, that's that old Shein is literally just for like trendy things. You gonna get what you pay for. That's true. Cause that that was me for my birthday, man. That dress was not hitting. That dress was cute. No, I had to go to the alterations and get it altered. But like, where you got it from, Shein? No, I got it from Pretty Little Things, girl. Oh, I never really have a problem with Pretty Little. And that's what I said. And when it came in, it just, I just felt like so boxy. It didn't give Um. me a shape. Oh, okay. It didn't give me, so I had to tell her. She took it in. And you went to the lead out to her? No, I ended up going to um, one of my mama co-workers, girl. She um, on Terry Polk Week. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be from freaking somewhere. Terry Polk Week. <laughs> They're going to be from Washington. Put that Terry in the map. Okay. <laughs> That's all we have today, guys, for the icebreaker. So just stay tuned for the topic.
Hey, you guys, we're back with the topic. And the topic for today is being ready. How to handle the phase of not being ready, like emotionally, stress, mentally, and self-doubt. So, ladies, how do you... How do you handle not being ready? You know, what is your preparation? I can say when I'm not ready, like mentally, (laughs) I think it takes a, I think we talk about this all the time too, like just the countdown and just like setting your mind for what you want. I think we talk about that, but I think that's also very important and something that needs to be reiterated into people's minds, which is, like, you are in charge of your life and your perspective, and being ready, you're going to have to be in charge of that as well, so whenever you are ready to put on, like, your big girl pants and say, well, I have to do this, I just have to, then that's when that next stage comes, which is action, but Again, I mean, for today, we're just talking about being ready, how to get there. I think it's a mental shift that needs to occur. I'm thinking about it right now as we speak. I think it's two ways for me. I think you need to be honest with yourself, number one. So it's like, you know, you have to talk to yourself. You have to, like, get in tune with who you are mentally, uh, emotionally. You know, even when it comes down to your self-doubt, you have to know yourself first. Mm-hmm. So, um. I definitely agree when you're saying mentally, because I think everything revolves on your mental state. So mm-hmm. that part, but I also believe sometimes it's okay not to be ready. You know, like yes. you can't be ready for everything because you don't know mm-hmm. what's coming your way. But right. I think the things that you can control, you definitely should be able to be more prepared, more equipped to be ready. And like you said, put on your grown woman panties, like progress, elevate yourself, you know, not just staying at one box and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for, you know, so I'm going to just put it to the side. At one point, you have to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. one point, you have to grow up. So that's how I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, Both with Yan and Wes, honestly. Um, I do feel like there are moments where I feel like we are our biggest critics. So we'll try to self-sabotage ourselves and we'll make it seem as if we're not ready. But that's never a perfect moment for anything. So really, at this point, you just got to put one foot in front of the other and just go. You can, of course, like have this mindset that we're supposed to have a mindset where we're just thinking positive, but it's, there's never going to be a perfect time for anything. So in order to get ready, you just definitely have to be in that mental space of that just positivity that you know that you could just do it. Anything mm-hmm. you put your mind to, you could you could do it. Yeah, I agree. Um I definitely was going to say what you were going to say, Chels. Um, We put our minds, like, we think of the worst all the time and doubt ourselves and and fear the outcome of it not happening rather than it would happen in our favor or it would happen the way that we expect it to happen or want it to happen. But we always have that negative mindset, like, well, what if, what if, what if, what if? We have to think, like, it's going to work out that way or whatever mm-hmm. so I would um ways to like handle that um stress like I know when I get stressed out and I'm overwhelmed I'm thinking about too much stuff and too much th- too many things are happening at one time that seems like it's out of my control so um I take a step back and be like wait okay let's process all of this let's let's try to you know 
figure out the jigsaw puzzle. Let's let's, mm-hmm. let's get everything in line and order and stuff. So um, I definitely slow myself down, take a step back from everyone, and just focus in on what and prioritize everything that I want to happen and want to get done instead of like overwhelming myself stressing so that's when planning like how we said last episode that we plan a lot I plan a lot I write things down a lot to make sure that I'm on course and on track so that kind of helps me not feel stressed out and overwhelmed I agree I was gonna say um as soon as you was like how you take a step back I'm more of a when I'm not ready to do something or anything I'm much more of like an analyzer like I really be talking to myself like Wesley why why that's the first question like why what are you doing you know and then I try to like go deeper okay well how do you feel okay um and then I start to think I I don't know I'd be going too deep sometimes but I'd be thinking like okay if I'm not ready now then this whole situation is going to play out again and then it's gonna just keep playing until I'm ready. You all ever heard of like, uh, it's not. I'm not gonna say a karma cycle, but it's like a cycle. Like God presents you with the same opportunities over and over until you're able to like overcome them. Mm. So it's like that's really gonna happen. I kind of noticed that when I was in college, like failing multiple times until I was like ready to like elevate, ready to finish, ready to graduate. That was my like. I feel like I don't want to go too deep, but like, you know what I'm saying? Go deep, girl. I'm like, this is the moment to go deep. (laughs) But it's just like when you're doing something like over and over, like he's going to do that. So if I don't want to ever get my, uh, I don't want to put exercise in it, but that's what I was thinking about kind of low key because I've been on this exercise kick. I really would I really make myself go even if it's just to walk in a gym because even if I walk in a gym I'm going to do something but it's just that point of I've tried to exercise months ago and months before that it's like this opportunity is going to just keep coming until I'm consistent so it's rather I just be consistent and just walk into the gym now than to have to say okay I want to exercise in a few more months again I'm like damn like I'm back at square one again so I think, you know, the same opportunities present itself to you until you're ready to make that change. That could go with anything, financial, dating, (laughs) everything that will happen to you, you know? Yeah, and back on not being ready, I think of it like, it's not that you, you know, maybe not be ready, but you don't want to fail yourself neither. You know, you don't want to be hurt or nothing like that. So it's just like, oh, I'm not ready. You know, I'm going to just do it, you know two years from now like you know you just don't want to set yourself up to fail so you just try to put it off like you know i think it just i'm not ready now it goes back to like what do you define as failure you can learn from anything as long as you're getting something out of it is it's not a failure so even if you try and even if it's not what you had in mind to be as a goal or what you expected if you learn something from it it's not a failure and that goes with a lot of things i think we also put like pressure on ourselves with thinking like the failure part where if we fail we can't showcase that to someone else we always want to showcase our but like what's failing exactly like what society feels like is is it like a win 
But then it's like, what do you? It's not what it's, society right. thinks. And it's, it's not doing think. what you want to do for yourself. You're doing it for others. Because let's say, let's say if you do want to lose, let's say, let's say, like Wes was talking about working out. Say she didn't meet her goals and she didn't work out every single day, but she learned something from that. Mm-hmm. Regardless, so is that really failing? But what if I decided that my failure was that I didn't even go? You know. But what so is, in I that feel process like, of you not going, what what was going through your mind? I feel like if you see it that way, then you don't really fail <laughs> ever because you're always learning something. So you didn't really fail because you got something out of it. So how could you really set your failures? But I understand. I agree. Everything should be will become like a learning moment instead of like I failed at this or that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's just different mindsets, like how you think about it, how you see it. Mm-hmm. There's no room for negative. Like honestly, there really is. This this life thing we be taking is so seriously, and it's yeah, it's not even that. <laughs> I don't. I think uh, a really good thing for us to do, since when it comes to failure, we don't. I really don't. Once you said like, what's your failure? In my head, I'm like, dang, I don't know. I don't know what I define as failure, you know? So I feel like that's a challenge for me to, like, think about it in a way, like, what is it if I really fail? I think if I think about about what being ready is, it's like, so why do you feel like you're not ready? Because you feel like you're about to fail? Well, then what do you define as failure? Failure, in that case, it would be me not going uh, to the gym. After I said I was, that's failure, I guess. So maybe that's too. Yeah, I agree. I think it depends on a person. I think it depends yeah. on how you define failure as a person. So like, I don't think like you're saying it's not like a society is that person. That's deep. That's a deep question, Charles. <laughs> maybe if we, um, <laughs> I feel like we're a little stuck on it. <laughs> um, but. Maybe we should do that seriously for ourselves as a person, and then we should really talk about it. Like, come up with what do we think is failure? I think one that everybody probably could agree with is, like, staying in the same place. Like, dang, if I'm still, like, a few years online, I'm still struggling financially, that's failure. You know, I didn't really do much, but that would be failure to me, you know? So I think it would be really important for us to all set out and, like, discover what failure is to us and also discover what success is to us you know and then I know I think I definitely got over that that thinking of like I failed uh with school like Mm -hmm. it taught me so much like freshman and sophomore year I probably was like dang I failed I failed my test I mean I I came to a point where like dang I don't want to even be a doctor anymore I don't want to do this or am I even capable of doing it because I failed the test I failed the mm-hmm. class so um talking with someone I, I realized like you know don't set a time limit I think on yourself would help you not feel like you failed um and one test them don't mean you're yeah failing. and that's that's the that's the thing like you know so one obstacle. one obstacle don't make you feel like you don't don't take it like you fail like you can't go on so I just came over that like during college. So I don't feel like the things that I've done that I'm doing now or the things that 
I did in the past to get me in this position now or where I'm at now, like where you at now, it doesn't mean that you failed. Like it's just a, a longer strive to get to where you're going that you'll appreciate in the end. And then mm-hmm. it's also like a, a story to help someone else. Like if they need that extra push and show like, oh, I can still do it. Like it doesn't mean I fail completely. Like there's always another route. I always feel like that you can always get to somewhere. Like it's another there are more ways to get to one place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've overcame that I failed part. But I think in the back of your mind you always feel like if it's you so don't hard. meet your goal at a certain point you feel like you you didn't make it you failed yourself that's mm-hmm. what you think about it if mm-hmm. i feel like i failed you just gotta really like really make it your own like i think it's personal it like really is personal. It's personal it really is personal they got that like saying be ready so you won't forgive her yeah you you do have to always stay ready prepare for any situation that may call come your way how you do it stay calm cool and collective the three ccc calm cool and collective man because you know if you you paranoid you you going crazy or just anxious yeah anxious your anxiety levels like you're about to get nothing done you're not gonna be ready yeah, you're going to be so scared to take that step. Um, another thing I do, I I pray. Like, mm-hmm. I pray a lot about everything. Like, I know it sounds funny, but, like, uh, one day I was late to, late to work, and I had left my laptop, and I was like, oh, nah, I can't <laughs> not have my laptop. So I got there, I signed in, and then I didn't have a first period. So I went back to to my house and got my laptop. And they didn't have a spot. Like, someone took my parking spot. So from then on, that day, I was like, I pray every day, every morning, pray that I have my parking spot. Oh, yeah. So I, I pray about, about everything, like, mm. just everything. And it has a, a peace of mind. And every day, I have my parking spot. Pray I get to mm-hmm. school and work home safely. So, um, praying that your day goes well, and if it doesn't, you know, like uh, God allow me to know how to maneuver through this obstacle, and don't let me panic, don't let me break, mm-hmm. don't let me fall. So that helps me a lot, more at peace. I was gonna say not to take it serious if you're not ready, yeah. but I feel like you said you hit that too. I feel like you did in the beginning. I don't know. I think I it was mean, a good topic. Freaking work out, Nola Babes. You know, regardless, mm-hmm. you're going to go through obstacles. Like, you know, you're not going to be ready for everything. That's just how I look at stuff. Something's going to hit you like, you know, you didn't know where it came from. But like B said, the three C's mm-hmm. will <laughs> get you through, you know. Mm-hmm. Life is not a walk in the park every day. Everything not going to be good. Every day is not going to feel good. You know, but you have to be strong enough and motivated enough to keep going. So that's just how I look at, you know, life, period. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, but you just got to be, like D also said, you have to be prayed up. You have to, you know, you have to, my whole thing is too, you have to know yourself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my whole, that's, you know, for me, it's God and knowing myself. If I'm okay with it, then I'm okay with it. You know, if I'm not, then I know what I need to do to, you know, move to the next level so I can be okay with it. 
I think it's mm-hmm. definitely, you know, that's how I look at it. I think uh, I'm thinking. So to how how to be ready, I feel like, and I said this kind of earlier, you have to take risks because then that way you'll be able to adapt to anything that is thrown at you too. You have to mm-hmm. be okay with being uncomfortable. I agree with that. Absolutely. That's how you become ready. Yeah, because you can't you can't grow if you're just comfortable in that same space. Right, and then you'll be able to adapt from anything as long as you're taking risks daily. You're doing something that's like totally out of the norm for you. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to conquer the world. <laughs> that's what I want to do: conquer the world. <laughs> <laughs> so yes babes don't ever let anything stop you from being ready take away the key points that yanni chelsea cindy said the cccs the knowing yourself also, and knowing said, god taking risk huh i said also what you said i said um, you know that too. i said don't take it serious when you're not ready for something don't take it serious just remember, get your head in the game. I said it was a mental shift. When you're ready to be ready for something, you have to mentally change. Yeah, you got to change it and want to do it for yourself. That's the only way something really going to change. And that's the only way you're going to be ready. I do have a question for the Nolivays. I remember episode one that we did discuss um, about our word of the year. Everybody have it. I say mine was focus. <laughs> mine is strength. Mm. Okay, well, I'm dead set on intentional. I'm going to keep that one. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. You can subscribe, comment. Also, let us know how you feel on the episode. Also, follow us on all platforms at NolaBabes underscore. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love ya.